It's the radio segment that just donated $1,000 to a GoFundMe with a goal of making lavender-scented chloroform. Oh. Put me down for six cases, please. Serial killer? Laser stories, the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other spit bubbles just don't. This first laser story is out of the Ukraine. Oh. Was that a Ukrainian accent, sir? I don't know. I hope so. Okay, Count Dracula. After having the street to his home blocked by heavy snowfall, 56-year-old Albert Bowden came up with an idea to get his road cleared that required zero work on his part. All right. He decided to call police and confess to a fictitious murder in hopes they would clear the road in order to reach him. flamethrower or something. Oh, man. No, make up a, a fake no. murder. That you committed. Duh. It's much easier. Yeah. Albert told authorities that he and his stepfather had gotten into an argument and he'd ended up stabbing the elderly man repeatedly in the chest oh with God. a knife. Oh, my God. I mean, I would believe that. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of detail. That, that's how you make it believable. I guess. He then added that he was willing to turn himself in if police could reach his home, suggesting they bring a snowplow. Ah. Don't! Yeah. But you can't plow my street, uh-huh. though. <laughs> so a team was dispatched to the village, and ironically, because a snowplow had cleared the road just 30 minutes earlier, they oh. drove straight through no. in their patrol car. Yeehaw! Oh, my God, that whole time he thought that the people cleared yeah. the first yeah. time were the police. He's oh. just in there waiting. Oh when the gosh. officers reached the house, they expected a gruesome scene, mm-hmm. but found nothing more than a quiet village home. Uh. <laughs> Do you think the police are disappointed in that? I, <laughs> I hope you, you kind of have to teeter the line between that sucks that this was a fake call, but at the same time, no one's murdered. Right. Yes. Yeah. I would hope so. The caller's stepfather was indeed there, but instead of being murdered, he was walking around in good health. Uh, and for Alpert, he was not arrested, what? but oh. was fined for reporting a false complaint and wasting public servants' uh, time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. The amount charged was only $4.30 because... <laughs> It's the Ukraine. Oh, Wait, okay. I would say that to get my road plot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess he learned his lesson. Yeah. No. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Calgary. A hotel manager was interviewed by local news recently because a story on the internet was making the rounds and people were curious if it was real or not. Hmm. It was about a woman who came into the hotel one night and she wanted to know what room her husband was in because she was certain that he was cheating on her. Oh. We always catch them. We always oh catch them. Oh, my God. But, yeah, if you're going to the hotel, you already know what's happening. You don't need to actually catch them. You do. Well, the manager <laughs> couldn't say anything because of privacy reasons. Right. But oh. she did want to help the woman. So she got creative. Here's audio of her interview and what she said. She walks into the hotel, and she quickly explains to me that her husband has been cheating on her. She knows that he is currently at my hotel with the woman, and she wanted to know what room number he was in. Unfortunately, I could not tell her. And rightly so. She could have been lying to me. She could have been the other woman, you know? I don't know. So I checked her into the room right next to the room that her husband was in. Oh. (laughs) The walls were kind of thin. Oh, my God. Oh, that's genius. That woman loves drama, though. Listen to her. She's like, well, she could have been lying, but I did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she went up for room service and was like, Here's your food, Mr. Johnson, and <laughs> random woman. I know. <laughs> the other door. And the wife is just sitting there listening, like, God, oh. why does he sound so enthusiastic? Oh, yeah, right. No. <laughs> so 
that loud with what me. What are you doing wrong? What do you do? You stay the night? You listen. Like, you file noise complaints? Like the third person next door, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bang on the wall. Afterwards, she said the woman came back down to the lobby maybe about an hour later, verified that she did, uh, in fact, hear her husband being unfaithful. Oh, no. She then thanked the manager for everything and even left a generous tip. She didn't even bust the door down and break up the the action that was she happening. She stayed classy, Brooke. You know, just... <laughs> now she two knows. people left a generous tip that night. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Nice. This next laser story is out of Ohio. Okay. Something interesting is going on in the Midwest. It started on January 9th with a message from a Cincinnati burger joint posted to their Facebook. It said, "Quote." To the gentleman and his daughters who left this incredibly generous $1,000 tip this Whoa. afternoon, with Whoa. big smiles on our faces, we want to say thank you. Oh, man. That's huge. That is super awesome. But it was the note that accompanied the tip, asking the owner to share it with all the workers, exclaiming, Go Xavier! Oh, right. yeah! <laughs> that was actual audio, right? Yeah, if you didn't know, really... Xavier's a nearby college. And while word spread about the generosity of the fan, the University of Cincinnati's fans noticed, and they weren't about to be outshined. That's right. Uh, Bearcats are mad. I say that because a week later, it was revealed that at another nearby restaurant, its staff had also received a generous tip of exactly $1,001. Shut up. <laughs> they won dollars them. Let's go. Yeah. And the customer wrote, let's see how long we can keep this going. Cincinnati Bearcats up by one. Nice. Right, and it's also a rivalry of like who has the most successful graduates. Yeah, yeah because in right. order to pay for that. Yeah, it's true. My community college, I'd be like, here's three dollars. Yeah. I was gonna say this did not happen <laughs> if we stay. Since then, the crosstown tip wars between the two hometown schools have brought in nearly thirty-five thousand oh, dollars. Good for the community. Yeah, well, and you know all those waiter and waitresses are all college oh, yeah. students. Yeah, they're balling now. This next laser story is out of Passion Palace. Ooh. A new survey asked 4,500 women to name the physical features that they remember of their best intimate partner. Oh, yeah. Can I just say, are we allowed to read this? I was going to say on the air. <laughs> oh, because it, it, the thing that you're thinking about does not make the list. What? Oh, what? Oh, yay. I would only put that on my list. That doesn't matter. Yay. It's the whole point. <laughs> Some of the answers were to be expected, while others were not. We'll see what you think here. These these are the top ten most common right. features. Number ten. Now I'm expecting number ten a huge. No. <laughs> number ten. High cheekbones. Oh! Okay. 49% of ladies said a good lover had a pair of those. Okay. I mean, a chiseled face is nice. Have you ever dated someone mm-hmm. with, Something super, manly? with super low cheekbones? Well, I think it's just no cheekbones. I don't think okay. they go low. I don't know. Imagine, like, you don't... your cheekbones <laughs> underneath your nose. Under your jaw? Yeah. I don't... Like, whoa, you have an whoa, inverse? Whoa. It's, not a, it's not like a droopy cheekbone <laughs> okay. situation. You just like, don't have defined cheekbones. Like you're always looking down. Yeah. Number nine is a dude with glasses. What? Oh, okay. Like a bespectacled man. Yeah, I've never had one. <laughs> Number eight is small feet. I love big really? feet. Really? That goes against yeah. like everything we've been taught. Uh, who knew? Small footed men are great lovers, apparently. Okay. Yeah, because they're lover. quiet when they sneak into the bedroom. Ew. <laughs> Why are they sneaking? Why do they have to sneak in? <laughs> what? What's going on? Mama's, mama's sleeping afterwards. Whoa, like, what's what's going going on? <laughs> okay, next. Next. <laughs> Number seven. A snail trail of hair down from their belly button. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, baby. That is not what you...
what you call it. Yeah, do we have to call it that? Most people call it a happy trail. But yeah. <laughs> mine's, a, mine's a hike. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe okay. just no hair. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number six. Jose's goes down to his ankles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number six is brown hair. Women like a guy with yeah. brown hair. The dark and handsome type of dude. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Number five is tattoos. Oh, yeah. Okay, Give okay. me a bad boy. There it is. Okay. <laughs> that, that was very desperate sounding. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bad boy with tiny feet. <laughs> Can't start his motorcycle because yeah. his feet are so small, but it's fine. Number four, broad shoulders. Okay. Number three, a guy with piercings. Number two is brown eyes. And the number one physical feature that women say they noticed while being in the throes of passion with their best ever intimate partner. Show me. A dude with a beard. What? Oh, Oh, yeah. Not not That's not a euphemism or anything. (laughs) Anything else? Just legit beard. Facial hair. I can't even grow. Do look more manly. It is. I like. like Nothing says bedroom superstar like a man with a thick beard, a bunch of badass tattoos, and small, dainty ballerina feet. (laughs) Who knew? I was turned on until you get to the feet. (laughs) Speaking of excellent lovers, I know this guy's feet are the size of grapes. No wonder he gets so many stellar reviews. The sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Wednesday.